Hello everyone, welcome to one more episode of uh, Hospitality 101. Thank you whoever has uh, tuned in for the previous two episodes and has heard them all, all the way until the end. Until the end. Uh, thank you for staying and thank you for uh, listening to whatever I had to say about hospitality. Today I would like to talk about a topic that uh, has been going around in my mind for the last couple of days, uh, but more than days have been around, more for the last couple of years, I will say, uh, that I've been working in a hospitality business. And it's just about the fact that hospitality is not the same as it used to be before, and you cannot change my mind about it. And the reason why I am pointing out this is because for hoteliers working from within, from people, for people who has either worked in hospitality for a really long time from the the old school hospitality, or either for people who has studied hospitality and has known what it was like in the previous years, like me, we are pretty sure that hospitality is not the same anymore and it won't be the same anymore at least in a very long long period of time so the reason why I'm going with this is that and I'm going to speak from my experience from my perspective is when I was back studying hotel school in Venezuela in my studying years uh, we were taught the old school hospitality. There's this thing in hospitality, in hotels especially, that uh, they always talk about the old school hotelier and new school, so to speak, or the actual hoteliers, how they behave. And it's funny enough that in today's pensions in hotel schools, uh, I would dare to say all over the world, they still teach you about the the old school hospitality. They, They still teach about you know the the, the the history of hospitality and who was the first hotelier you know they talk about Cesar Ritz and how he created the comfort in the in the guests in the hotels by you know creating that luxury of, of, of having your own bathroom in your room and having uh you know fresh new towels in your room and and you know all sort of things that uh will give you this type of uh going the extra mile for your guest and and that was like the beginnings of of hotelier and as a student and when you start to get a grasp of this history and you start to read about these books and you start to see in these images uh and to get to know all these characters you know such a rich uh uh conrad hilton and then you go also is sharp and so on so on you know so many big and historical names in hospitality uh in hotels you 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 cannot avoid but have a sense of wonder and the same time inspiration to see how these people with basically so little because there was like no pioneers behind them or before them or people who actually uh were there before them before being this massive successful hotelier it is kind of impressive how these people slowly started to, you know, make bigger this business and, and, and just taking all of these ideas 
and making them better and better, basing all of their new improvements, just thinking about what the guests needed or was the get what the guests wanted, basically. You know, they were always thinking about that. They were always thinking about the comfort. Uh, you know, you got the story about Isador Sharp, but, you know, one time he was sleeping in this very comfortable bed and this very comfortable pillow, and he said, well, you know what, this is a palace, but I want to have these pillows in my hotels, and that's how he implemented these very, very soft pillows and, and, and mattresses in the Four Seasons Hotel, and then everybody started copying him. And, and then the same thing, I was pointing out the, the example of... Uh, of uh, Ritz Carton, uh, such a Ritz, uh, that he was the very first one to implement the, the washroom inside of the hotel rooms, and then you have uh, Conrad Hilton, that he was the, you know, the, the pioneers implementing the TVs inside of the room, and so on, so on. So, basic things that for us seems like okay, was that pretty basic? Like you go to any hotel, you have to have these things. Back in those days, these people was like. They were the pioneers. They were saying, like, okay, we're going to be the first ones. And that's what people, when they were staying in their hotels, they were saying, like, oh, my God, this is actually beyond my expectations, which at the end of the day is what our business is for. I mean, we're here to satisfy the guest's needs, but at the same time, we're always here to exceed those needs. And that is the deadly weapon that we have in our favor and against us at the same time. So the way I see it at the beginning of all this story of hotels, I mean, people, hospitality business is pretty simple when you look at it as a, as a very one piece thing. And it's just that, you know, you have establishment, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a food of every establishment. It just has to have a bed and, you know, a washroom probably. It doesn't have to be a private washroom. It just has to be a shovel washroom. And, you know, some people come. They, they they give you some money. They pay for one night stay for a few hours, probably for one night. And that's it. They're just paying basically for the roof. And that's what basically the concept of hospitality was at the beginning. People was just coming. You know, the hotel was created for people who was just traveling on the big roads. And they were just like this small... Uh, places or rooms that were just people renting in big houses and you pay for the room, you pay for the night, uh, you just wake up the next day and then you just continue with your work. That was basically how hospitality was made. They were mainly, uh, basically made for the travelers on the road. And then eventually that just started to evolve into new things and started to evolve in what we know now as a hotel, as a, as a you know, hospitality uh, establishment. The thing is that on the way, something called luxury came along, and uh, again, I want to mention Cesar Ruiz because he was—he—he's he's known to be the, the father of hoteliers, the father of hospitality. Uh, not because he created or he invented hotels, just because he was the very first one, considered to be the very first one, who actually really took care of of guest needs, or like Steve Jobs would say, actually show what the guests needed without then knowing that they needed that, you know. So, at, at the very beginning, I will say, you know, during those uh, golden times of 1950s, uh, 1940s, uh, 1960s even, I will say, hospitality hotels, they were really in a very, very big time because no one had a, 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 a specific concept of what a hotel should be like or what was the limits or 
of the or what was exactly what made a hotel great or what was exactly making you having a great experience in a hotel so people was continuously experimenting and innovating into new things so every small thing that you will give to to the guests will be an amazing thing and at the same time outside outside of hotels you know this whole revolution of creations and inventions by men were happening at the same time hand in hand so by every new creation that you have you can also use in hospitality you know you have the telephone you have the tv you have the ac you have uh you know w new ways of uh, laundry and and so on so on so given these things were basic needs for people you also implemented them into the hotel and also tell the people okay you can actually come to my hotel and we'll I'll give you these basic needs as well, but it will give you as a luxury thing. And th that was one of the things that made or created all this competition among hotels around the world on luxury uh, and made them fought uh, for the guest needs and to satisfy these things. Now, up until that point, hospitality was something remarkable staying in luxury hotels was something that not everybody could do uh, i mean whenever you were speaking about a very fancy hotel something that you know people would just dream of of staying in is because it was really a dream like it was only only preserved or only reserved sorry for the really high spenders i mean people who were really wealthy and had the amount of money to actually spend in this hotel not everybody could stay in a hotel not just a luxury hotel but just any hotel it was just something like these things were res reserved for really really wealthy people i mean you talk about one of the biggest examples the waldorf story in new york uh that was a very emblematic hotel you know i mean you had Frank sinatra playing his, his singing his first concerts in that hotel i mean you can just only imagine how exclusive that place it was and it really just make you kind of dream of i mean uh, again just talking about my student perspective when i was stu studying these things back in hotel school you were thinking like wow man like, this profession is just so beautiful i mean because you have all these things and then you know uh, they talk about it like a really just like a dream like uh, it's a perfect place to to make a you know satisfy someone uh, needs you know and you can just go ahead and go with all this knowledge that you have about you know service and how to approach people and the way they dress and the way they, they, they walk and everything and it's just really one of those things that you see in the movies and you say like wow man this this really is a, a dream profession because it's exclusive like no one else will actually get the chance or very little people have the chance to actually sing, see and experience the things that we see and then we experience uh but that was before uh, that was i think how it used to be before some way or somewhere along and i will say it's, it's more it's closer to our years to recent years and before this whole thing just got completely lost thanks to the new ways of life and the new world and one of the biggest people or the biggest things that I com that I blame on this thing about completely destroying the exclusivity of hospitality and, and, and luxury hotels in general is social media and I will tell you why apart from the fact that nowadays uh, you have all kind of wealthy people speaking I mean you you have you know the people who behave as a really 
uh, you know, an air of arrogance and will look down on you. And if you say, you know, I'm very rich, I'm very wealthy, and I have manners, and you don't have manners, uh, you know, who are traditionally like the the the, the wealthy people from the past. Uh, you know, you have this this profile. You have also the profile of the of the wealthy that is, uh, you know, this very rich people, very arrogant, but they don't have no manners at all. But you just have a lot of money, so they treat people like really just bad. But they still, they just behave like someone who, you know, a five-year-old who have their banners and you on the table. Uh, you have also the very humble wealthy people who, you know, people who don't really spend much money buying expensive clothes or expensive accessories or, uh, I don't know, expensive food as well. You have those people as well, you know. And, you know, to be honest to me, those are the joy to serve or to... Uh, work with because uh it's people that really shows you that money is not the most important thing in the whole world uh and then you know you you, you have you know people that uh just uh spend spend money without even caring uh trying to fill a void within themselves uh but at the end nothing will be we feel and i mean you have all kind of people uh, you just see it me myself i've seen a lot of people like that uh having much of my experience working in luxury hotels i can tell you i've seen really uh unsettling things that you will not think you will go in a, in a luxury hotel which basically the whole point of this episode um the thing is though that uh, nowadays hotels uh speaking again for luxury hotels they they have bent down to the fact that they started to accept all kind of guests in a way thinking about financially speaking maybe you know trying to 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 gain more money than you know to gain it from market because uh, they could not afford just to you know receive only wealthy people or wealthy guests but at the same time, they bend down or lower down to accepting all kind of behaviors in the hotel that you know should be an elegant, luxury, refined ambience, just because they are afraid of whatever people will say in social media, you know. And this is one of the biggest, like I said. Uh, that social media is, is is basically the devil for hospitality business nowadays. Like it really is. Like I'm not even joking. It is really the devil, and it's very simple why. And I will tell you why. I mean, nowadays if you go to any uh, TripAdvisor webpage about I don't know, let's say a restaurant, uh, you know, either, either TripAdvisor or Google Maps or whatever place for reviews it is, people can basically make or destroy the efforts of a whole team just because it didn't like the sauce of the plate or just because it didn't like the service or just because they had a bad experience and they just want to you know get something in reward and and that's what really pisses me off uh, i'm gonna be honest that's what really when i i lose it uh and apart from that you also have i mean nowadays most of the hotels if i say all of the hotels they have this thing that is called uh Medallia, which is basically a place where people just, uh, you know, you will receive all the reviews of the people who has stayed in your hotel. Uh, this program makes sure to send a specific um, poll to every guest who has stayed to the email, and, you know, they make the choice if they want to come in or not. 
uh, most of the guests they don't, uh, but uh, there's another half of the guests that they do, and uh, you know, it's, it's in these things. I'm not saying this because uh, you know I have worked in bad hotels. You know, I have been lucky enough to work in really good hotels with really good standards. And it is very sad and very upsetting and frustrating to see that even though you do make your very best effort to satisfy all the guests, the smallest thing, really just the smallest thing, will just make you give you a very bad score. And it feels really bad because, you know, your whole team in the hotel, they work really, really, really hard to deliver the best they can. And just for the smallest thing, like, I don't know, like, uh, you know, the, the 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 guests he ordered laundry and the laundry just came like one five minutes late to the room they're just gonna make a big complaint about that and trying to make a reward and that's the part i want to also cover which is the reward part nowadays there's this trend especially in luxury hotels that if you have a bad experience most probably the hotel he will reward you with something and that itself that reward it is for me the most humiliating thing to do because most of the times most of the times the guest he's just complaining or she is just complaining just to get something in exchange because they know what is the rumor they know what is the hype about they know okay you know what i'm in a very luxurious hotel i know if i complain about something small they're just gonna make it a big deal for me because i'm gonna get something reward because i have the power to go to my social media and destroy them that's how basically how's the model superman right now you know if i go to any hotel luxurious hotel i can tell you for sure 100 percent that if I make a story on my Instagram account about how bad this hotel it was, or I just go to their Instagram account and I just comment something for them about, you know, how shitty the place it was, or how service with the place it was, or how the staff was behaving, like shake or so on, so on, even though it's not true, they will try to compensate me in any way possible. Or even if they don't, they will, they, I can assure you for sure they're going to make a call for me, or they're going to answer for that uh, comment, for sure, 100%. Because... Right now, that's one of the, the biggest promotions, or what, what, the biggest marketing that we have right now. What is social media, you know? People will see that coming, even though it's not true, they will believe it. And they say, you know, I read this comment, and it's, you know, it's unbelievable. People are sitting shit in this hotel, the service is shit in this hotel, or the rooms are shit in this hotel, and so on, so on. So I don't want to go to that place, you know? And that just opens a door for whoever guess is going to that hotel that know, okay, well, you know, I read this comment before in TripAdvisor or Google Maps or whatever, so I have the right to come here and make a complaint because you're going to reward me again. So that reward itself is humiliating. Any way you see it, any way you see it. I will only make the exception when it's a problem that actually, you know, like we as a hotel, as a team, whatever is the department, we actually messed up. That's when I step up and say, you know what? We need to make this happen because it was a mistake. So we want to make it happen. But that's a different scenario because you really want to make it for the guests because this is a personal observation for me as a hotelier. I really do feel like I have to do my best to make the guests sure and make the guests feel confident that we are doing our very best to satisfy them and that we actually care for them to have a good experience. That to me is one of the key points for hospitality. Like you actually make the people make feel confident that you, you're doing your very best to care about them. You know, like even if you messed up, like even if you're not the best at what you do, you know, which has happened to me many times when I was beginning in this, you know, when I was a server, and it still happens sometimes to me because, you know, you're not really going to be an expert in what you do. You're not really going to know everything, all the answers. 
at least you know you, you can let them know and and show them that you're actually doing your best and you're caring for them to have the experience you know different will be if i really don't give a shit about what they're doing you know it's like man well you you don't like your coffee well very bad for you you know i don't have any more coffees you know at least i can show them like actually you know let me know how i can just upgrade your coffee how can i make it better for you we have different options and so on so on you know that's a different story but then when you have people who just make drama just for making drama for the sake of making drama because they are just crawling for attention and just you know they want you to be there 100 percent only for them that's a different scenario i can and i can tell you right now sadly sadly in middle east you have plenty of those guys first reason is because they know the modus operandi they know that any hotel that you go now again especially luxury hotels they will just put your pen downs for you or any company that you have second thing is because you will have a lot of you know attention seekers around and it sounds stupid and it sounds like okay you cannot really have those guests like how can you have attention seeker i can tell you you have those guests and they are really the worst people to work with because doesn't matter what you do nothing will ever be right for them and they will always make a big drama about everything and if they have certain status around the city they will have this kind of power or control over you always threatening you that you know they're gonna shut down your place with any comment that they do in social media or any comment that they do to their peers that's gonna be enough to end the whole career and shut down the place and that's just sad and like i said it's very frustrating and makes me really really angry whenever it happens you know when you when you get promoted to you know already a management position you start to understand and you start to realize why some people take the decisions that they take and why you know your manager might take or do something that it might piss you off for example you know if if you have one guest that is complaining and you know the guest is absolutely not right and you actually are the right one you know as a server as a as a agent from this or as a housekeeper or whatever line staff position you have and you know and they just request to speak to the manager and even though the manager is trying to back you off and he at the end he bends or she bends and he you know he gives him whatever the request the guest uh, wants it might be really like something that like it pisses you off that's some line stuff but now that i am a manager you understand that you know it's not like you don't do your best like you actually go there and try to support your line stuff because you know they, if with a proper team that is trained they know that whatever things uh, it, it is supposed to be not done they just not accept it and whatever things we actually we can do you know we can be flexible with that and that's how the manager should approach it or, or whatever situation it is you know you actually go there and you explain well this is not possible you, you back off your employee because if they are properly trained they will actually do the right thing but then again you will have some cases that you said my god i cannot really man this is just i have to bend in you know because you know what the outcome will be i will give you a very short example of that i used to have this very 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 annoying guest uh thank god i'm not working in the place anymore and uh, i don't have to see them again however you know that doesn't prevent me from finding even a worst guest in the future i hopefully not however i had this guest that from the beginning to the end since the moment they stepped foot on the restaurant their only their only goal was to 
annoying every single person from the staff. I mean, they were just coming right in with the wrong attitude. They were actually, you know, having this, you know, judgment on us at the beginning, just making us sure that we feel like we were not good enough, you know. And the worst part is that they were always coming back. Like, even though they were always complaining about the service, about the food and everything, they were just, you know, always coming back. And, you know, we had this waiting list, really badass, long waiting list at the place I was working in. And she was always coming in, you know, like not giving a fuck about anyone else on the waiting list or on the queue. Just coming right in with this big, bad, sassy attitude. Saying, you know, I want a table, you know, I'm VIP here, give me my table, you know. I will just try to handle her like, madame, you know, we know that you are a you know, very important guest for us. And we see you every day, yeah, we're regular. But we have this long waiting list and you have to wait. We cannot make any exceptions, you know. So, you know, because she knew I was the answer. She was always coming right in with this big bad attitude, you know. And to be fair, we were not doing nothing wrong. We were just being fair with everyone else on the waiting list because, you know, we have this first come, first seat policy, so it will not be fair to those who actually came two hours before you to wait for the table for you to just come in and give you the table, you know. So at the beginning, I was handling this. I remember I was a supervisor in the restaurant. Um, my manager, he was always like, you know, being super flexible. And he said, like, you know what, just, you know, just wait a couple of tails and just try to sit her right in because, you know, she's a regular or whatever. And I was really getting really pissed off with my manager because I said, you know, I just told her something and then she's going to go ahead and sit her just because she's just important. And you got all the people who's, you know, waiting for the table, they're going to get mad at us because, you know, they have the right to get mad at us because you just give her priority over these people, you know, and they not really have any kind of priority. So no, but it's fine, you know, we just can give the table. And at the time, I didn't, couldn't really understand what was the whole point. Then when I actually had to just, you know, deal with the situation on my own, I understood that, well, you know, sometimes she, even if, like, you just make your way for that, it will make it even worse for you because she's going to spoil the whole thing, the whole night, not just for herself, for yourself, sorry, and the whole team, but she's going to spoil the whole night for everyone around the queue because she's going to make a huge drama about that. So, you know, sometimes you just gotta, like, go ahead and pick up your fights and, you know, do wars, like they say. And at that point, I understood my manager said, well, actually, you know, he's so smart because he obviously doesn't want to make a big deal about this stuff, which is really a big deal. And he knows her. So what we did is, so I guess, well, we actually sat her down. And I said, well, you know, she's going to be happy now because we sat her down. We got the table before anyone else in the queue. And it's a nice table, you know, like some nice big table. It could have been easily given to five, you know, party people. But, you know, just give it to for two people because they're special or whatever. And then she starts to make, you know, that's when the drama begins. And that's when I realized that you have really just attention seekers in the night, you know. She was asking to have food from a different restaurant. She was asking to have drinks from a different restaurant. All kind of things that were not actually belonging in the restaurant. And you were just saying, I mean, why the hell would you come to this restaurant if you were just asking food for everyone, uh, all other places, you know, and you know, we were just really just putting our heart in that table, you know, like you know, me and my service, we were just going back and forth, okay, just trying to handle all the requests because we know she was really, you know, having this sassy attitude and just complaining about everything. So we said, man, we cannot really screw things up because otherwise it will be a big complaint, and we don't have, we don't really want that to happen. And then you know, even though we're giving our absolute best, 
once the food arrives to the table, everything is perfect. You know, she has all the sauces she wants. She has all the drinks she wants. She has exactly the food that she ordered for us. You know, everything was great, you know, and I can finally say, you know, actually, we can breathe in. I told my guys, okay, you can focus on other tables, you know, that we have all the tables in the restaurant and, you know, only one table of two people was just taking a full attention for them because they were so demanding. And I said, okay, we can, you know, sit down, just go around the tables and then just let them enjoy the meal. The second, the second we step out of that table, they start to make again, you know, requesting for stuff. Okay, no, I don't want it like this. I want to change it. No, change my fork, change my knife, change my napkin, whatever things, you know. And then that's when I realized, well, you know what? These are attention seekers, you know. These people, they just want to have someone with them, basically, just to have a butler, just to look tough for them. So I said, okay, I'm not going to just, you know, I'm not going to uh, make my life a mess out of this. I'm not going to, you know, uh, drown myself in a glass of water. So I said to one of my servers, okay, you have only one task and one task tonight. Forget about the other tables. I will take care of your other tables. You only take care about this table. And that, you know, it worked for some time. And it was funny because when I was looking at her face, she was looking at me like, like you know, like she went to like complain about something like she wanted to give me a bad time but because the guy was always on them like he was really actually making a really good job just taking care of them they were actually they didn't have any right to complain you know they were like okay i mean we can't really complain about anything they just really wanted to feel like they were the biggest important the, the most important table in the whole room by having you know supervisor or the manager in that table and that's when i realized okay you have this kind of guests and they just it's just not going to be able to avoid them. And, you know, the thing is, she just used to come back every two or every three, uh, one week. I was making the same drama, and I was always doing the same thing. You know, I was not going to be there the whole time because I couldn't just be there in the table. I just was assigning one server to take care of that. And even so, she will always complain about something. Like, she will not always be happy about anything, even though we just gave our heart and soul into that table. And then again, that comes with something that really just frustrates me as well, and is that you have those very ungrateful guests, you know, that just, you know, that you you give them everything they want and, and all the things that they're supposed to get just because, you know, they request for it, you know, even though you don't have it, you just make the best thing that you can to satisfy them. And in the end, they will not even say thank you to you, and that's even, like, really bad. You know, even though you just say goodbye to them with a very big smile after they just basically spit on you for something that it wasn't really a mistake they just serve you know they're not really like capable of giving a smile at this you know and i always wonder these people like after they go i said like man they must be really miserable people because you know for you to just come and complain about everything in a restaurant the whole night, I mean, that's just basically your night, just complaining and complaining and complaining and fighting with the stuff, and then you decide to come back again, that is really like a very toxic behavior, and it's just really making you think, well, these people, they actually have mental problems, you know, like really just like big personality problems, because they're attention seekers, and apparently no one in their life actually feels that boy. No one in their life is actually capable of handling them. So they just come to hotels or restaurants because they know we cannot say no to them. I mean, it's basically our job to serve them, but not to tolerate them. But at the same time, if we say something nowadays with this business, we just have to tolerate them, you know, in a way. So you just realize that these people, they really just have a problem. And that's when you 
really develop a thick skin and you say to yourself you know what this is nothing to do with me like this attitude whatever they have has absolutely nothing to do with me so i'm just gonna ignore the fact that they're just being completely assholes to us and you know it's a new day tomorrow's gonna be a new day i see guesses every day it's not the first time someone complains about whatever things it is and in a way you can just ignore them but straight again to the point that i was going through uh the reason why we just have to cope you know cope with this kind of behaviors and tolerate all this kind of uh childish uh, attitudes from the guests is basically because if we don't uh you know they're probably gonna complain in some place in social media or any place now from the screen of your phone and that's gonna create a bad reputation so to speak of the place you work in and you know uh, when they do the investigation in the hotel they're gonna go oh, okay but why you guys didn't do this or why you guys didn't behave like this or why you guys didn't you know handle it in a different way and that's when you know the whole drama based on just one very small situation will create and you will think to yourself you know if this would happen many years ago in a different place it will be just something very small like people will not really pay attention to it because you know you didn't have social media for it so it's just gonna stay like that a very small problem something that we should stay like that very small issue no one hears about it no one makes a blink about that because it's just that very small issue but then because you have social media people need to make a big drama about that you know uh i mean i've seen big complaints and big dramas just about something as small as the brown pillow on the bedroom you know the guest requested to have i don't know feather pillows and they have synthetic pillows and then just make a big big drama about that you know not coming up to this hotel again not staying this hotel again stay and telling everyone not to stay in this hotel because my request was that granted and you know then you got two nice complimentary in the hotel because you complain you know and that's just really that you know as a hotelier as someone who you know knows how how hard everyone works in a hotel to actually satisfy your needs uh, and still not being appreciated. It's really frustrating to see how, you know, you're basically being humiliated uh, by all these decision making. But, you know, that's just the way it is. And uh, sadly, the way we're going to the future with, you know, brand new social media coming out every day, a new technology coming out every day, uh, it's only going to get worse. Like, uh, I don't know, there's going to be a point in, in, you know, there will be no luxury hotels around the world because every luxury hotel you go, you just go to the, you know, with the mindset that if you complain, you get things for free and then everything will be for free in a hotel because people will just complain about everything and they will just gonna be, have the right to make a big judgment on social media just because, you know, you have a black screen and uh, keyboards and you can just, you know, be be spoke uh, about anything you want to be and complain about everything you want to be and that's only just getting worse i do believe that in the future if you know people at some point are going to start to miss the old things uh like the you know the traditional things and i do think that in the future maybe not now maybe in 50 years time harder than 100 year, years time Whoever comes up with the concept of old school hospitality, like old hotels, like really just sticking up to luxury 
and sticking out to whatever may hotel hospitality great to bring that concert again. I think that would definitely gain a lot of fans, a lot of people who know around the world who will be really just wanting to grasp it. Because I think hospitality nowadays has become so basic in so many ways and so just easy to for anyone just to take it that it is not an exclusive thing anymore and it's not something special anymore in a way, you know. Nowadays hotels are really just fighting with the concept of making everything, you know, special or different from the others because, you know, basically nowadays you will find the same thing in available in, in most of the places, you know. Uh, you know, they always fight with the fact that, no, you know, maybe we have the same hotels, but the services, that's what really makes greater people. They say that basically in every hotel company. Uh, I can tell you that. I've already worked for four different companies, five different companies, actually, and they always say the same thing. You know, competition might be the same, but we have our, a really a really strong team. It's, it's, it's the staff. Like, that's what makes a difference. That's bullshit. You have the same service standards, basically, in every luxury hotel. And you can find bad employees and good employees you know bad service and good service in both places and i gotta tell you i find really one of the best uh, services that i have hasn't been exactly in luxury hotels it has been in the most unexpected places that you will see that it will not even have one star in their structure um so yeah that's you know that's basically what i think that hospitality it will not be the same it is not the same I will not be the same in, in, in many years to come, at least. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I think what you have to do right now as a hotelier, what we have to do right now as so hospitality hotelier is just those who really believe in in the art of, you know, service craft, like I am, like I do, it's just, you know, giving the best, very best you can. And even though it might be frustrating sometimes that people will not appreciate what you do, um, I think the best thing we can do is just, you know, keep doing the very best, even when no one's watching, which is called integrity. Uh, and then eventually, you know, at least you will have the satisfaction. And even though someone might not like it or someone didn't appreciate it, you, at least you did very best and I think that's one of the things that we have we as hoteliers and people that work in hospitality uh, can really just hold on to it because our job is not easy you know not too many people will actually endure the things that we endure daily um, in hotel not everyone's fit to you know customer service and you know we do the job basically every single day handling all kind of guests all kind of move, all kind of uh, characters, personalities, and no, I cannot say that we, most of us are not crazy because we probably are. We probably have some, you know, mental things going on right there. Uh, after so much, you know, so many interactions, you know, good and bad interactions, I will throughout all the years. But uh, you know. Be proud of yourself if you work in this business uh, because what you do is, is, is important and not everyone does it. And if you do it in a right way, excellent way, that's even more uh, something that to feel proud of. So thank you very much once again. I will just leave this episode uh, until here. Thank you for hearing all the way to the end if you are here. And I hope to... Uh, 
see you guys in the next episode thank you very much have a nice evening goodbye